Hello, and welcome to the Rome Around League podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Rome. It's draft week, and on today's episode, I'll be going through my ninth and final mock draft. Seems like it's been a long time since the football season ended, but here we are, finally in draft week. It's the most exciting time of the year for me, and I can't wait for Thursday night. Still so much unknown going to the draft, even starting at three with the San Francisco 49ers. Is it going to be Mac Jones or Trey Lance, or maybe even Justin Fields? Luckily, there's only a few more days before we get that answer. So with all that being said, let's get started. With the first pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to take Trevor Lawrence, quarterback from Clemson. Not going to waste much time like I've done on previous podcasts either, just because we know it's the pick. He's the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck, and you know I'm sure he's already looking at real estate in the Jacksonville area. At number two, the New York Jets are going to take quarterback Zach Wilson from BYU. Another one that's almost set in stone, especially since they traded Sam Darnold away a couple weeks ago. Zach seems to be the guy. A lot of upside there, great arm strength, very good mobility in the pocket, and he's going to be the Jets quarterback going forward. And number three, first real pick with entry going in on Thursday night, and it's going to be the San Francisco 49ers, and everyone's saying it's going to be Mac Jones, and all the signs are pointing towards there with a little more late momentum building for Trey Lance. But... I'm going to go with Mac Jones here from Alabama. It's not what I would do, but it seems like it's what Kyle Shanahan is favoring right now. Would not be surprised if it's Trey Lance because I think almost too much smoke screens are going towards Mac Jones' way, so maybe Trey is still on the table. Seems like it's down to those two, according to Ian Rappaport from NFL Network. But Mac Jones looks like he will be the pick. He does kind of fit what Kyle does, but I also think Trey Lance does. But Mac Jones is more similar to a... Kirk Cousins or Matt Ryan type of quarterback he had in Atlanta and Washington, respectively. I'm not saying Mac's not going to be a good quarterback. I think he will be, but I have him rated lower than a Trey Lance or Justin Fields based on ceiling and potential and movement traits and movement skills and stuff like that. But for the sake of this mock, Mac Jones is going to the San Francisco 49ers. And four of the Atlanta Falcons taking tight end Kyle Pitts from Florida. Him and Jamar Chase are right there for me as one, two of the best offensive players in this class, if not just best overall prospects outside of quarterbacks. Pitts is a mismatch nightmare. No one can cover him, whether it be a cornerback, linebacker, or safety. He'll be a top five tight end as soon as he takes a snap on Sundays. At number five, the Cincinnati Bengals, going with wide receiver Jamar Chase from LSU. I think it will come down in this scenario to Jamar Chase or Panay Sewell. Seems like Joe Burrow is going to be pounding the table for his guy, Jamar Chase, who they play with at LSU and have one of the best receiver, wide receiver, and quarterback combo seasons in the last 30 years, maybe of all time. So I think he wants to continue to build on that rapport with Jamar, who is by far my number one receiver in this class. He's just a beast with the ball in his hands, solid route winner, great 50-50 ball guy, and he'd be a great pairing with Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins going forward. Number six of the Miami Dolphins taking wide receiver Jalen Waddle from Alabama. They go with a bona fide deep threat here, great speed. I think Waddle would have ran that high four twos, low four threes if given the chance at his pro day. He didn't with that ankle injury, but Waddle is a guy that, you know, is Tyreek Hills esque with the way he plays, his play style, and his speed. Waddle's going to have to develop his route tree a little bit, but, you know, going at Miami and giving Tua a former teammate would be a really nice pick for the Miami Dolphins. At 7, I have a mock trade here with the Los Angeles Chargers coming up from 13 with the Detroit Lions to get tackle Penny Sewell from Oregon. Seems like Herbert kind of wants his former blindside protector and Penny Sewell from Oregon joining him here in L.A. 
think it's a smart move if they're able to do it if it's not too much of a pricey situation to go get him. I think they might still stand back at 13 and get a quality left tackle like a Christian Darisol or Rashawn Slater. But, you know, if they're a franchise guy who's going to be one of the top, already is one of the top end quarterbacks league, wants his guy in Penny Sewell, the Chargers be smart to do it and go up and make that trade. Number eight, I have another mock trade with the New England Patriots coming up from 15. It's a big quarterback, Justin Fields from Ohio State. I think Justin Fields is going to be a great quarterback in time. I think he's going to need some more developmental skills when it comes to reading defenses, holding on to the ball a little too long. He gets rushed. He makes bad decisions. But Justin Fields is a guy that I think is going to be a good quarterback. He's going to come in and sit behind Cam Newton in 2021 before taking over in 2022. Number nine, I have Denver Broncos taking quarterback Trey Lance from North Dakota State. Now, this is a spot that I think, you know, Washington football team fans would be interested in to seeing if they come up and get Trey Lance for themselves. I think it's very much in play. But in this instance, I have that trade not happening. I have Denver Broncos taking Trey Lance, a guy that I think has the highest upside from the quarterback position outside of Trevor Lawrence in this class, and a guy that eventually will take over Drew Locke and Denver. At 10, I have the Dallas Cowboys taking cornerback Patrick Tan the second from Alabama. The Cowboys cornerback and secondary in general has been putrid the last couple years. They need some help in the worst way in the back end. Trayvon Diggs was a good pick last year in the second round, so they go with his former team in Alabama and Sertan the second here to pair with him for the foreseeable future. At number 11, I have the New York Giants taking edge wrestler Jalen Phillips from UCLA. The Giants had a really nice offseason with a good amount of free agent signings, whether it be Kenny Galladay, Adoree Jackson, among others. But getting an edge wrestler like Jalen Phillips would be a really nice you know, player to add with a Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams. They need some help on that outside edge rushing capability. And Phillips is a guy that has some of the highest potential in his class coming from the edge position. He was good at UCLA, excuse me, Miami. He started his career at UCLA before transferring to Miami and really had a breakout year last year, uh, filling in for Gregory Rousseau for Miami. So Phillips is going to be a good pick for the Giants if he's there for them at pick 11. At 12, they had the Philadelphia Eagles taking cornerback J.C. Horn from South Carolina. Now, I think, obviously, a lot of people would have them picking Devontae Smith, but it seems like cornerback is a really big need for them right now. It looks like they're trying to go after someone to pair with Darius Slay. And J.C. Horn is a guy that is right there with Satan at the top corner of this class. Great man coverage, press guy. He's long, good ball skills, and Horn would be a guy that Philly could really build around the defense around. And they could definitely attack receiver in the second round. It's a deeper, very deep class. At 13, this mock trade, I had Detroit Lions on the clock here with a trade back from the Chargers and had them taking wide receiver Devontae Smith from Alabama. Seems like he has the potential to drop a little bit because teams are wary of his size. I'm not. The guy has great film. His size has not been a factor or anything that I've seen. You know, Smith is a guy that constantly gets open, makes plays after the catch, and he'd be an instant number one receiver for the Lions. At 14, the Minnesota Vikings taking tackle Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. He would instantly probably be their left tackle. I think Slater can almost might be a little better guard than the NFL level, but I think Slater has the potential to stay on the left side. He has the base. He has the strength. And I just think he can be a quality left tackle in this league. And I think Minnesota needs that. And a guy that can open up holes for Dalvin Cook. So Slater would be the pick here from Northwestern. At 15, the Carolina Panthers on the clock in this mock trade with the Patriots. I have him taking the tackle Christian Darisol from Virginia Tech. Darisol is a guy that can start a left tackle for them from day one to pair with Taylor Moten to go along on that right side. And Darisol is a guy that's only going to get better. I don't think he's reached his potential yet. He's been a really good run blocker for Virginia Tech, and I think he's going to improve his pass protection ability as he's getting more in the NFL-style offense. And I think Darisol is 
Uh, potential is one of the higher at the left tackle position in this class. At 16, I have a little bit of a surprise pick with the Arizona Cardinals taking running back Najee Harris from Alabama. You know, I think the Cardinals need a running back. I know they signed James Conner, but it's only to a one-year deal. A guy that has a lot of injury issues, so there's no telling how available he's even going to be for them this year. Chase Edmonds is a really good number two running back. So if they get a guy like Najee Harris to pair with him to make that offense even more potent with Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins and the addition of AJ Green, you know, I think it'd be a nice pick for Najee because he's great out of the backfield, someone that Kyler could dub the ball off to and, you know, pick you up 10, 15 yards on you know, any given play. So Najee Harris, I think, would be a nice pick for the Arizona Cardinals. 17, they have Las Vegas Raiders taking Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. I think he fits better at, the guard, at a guard in the NFL, but he can play left tackles, what he played this past year for USC. But the Raiders you know, completely remade their offensive line this offseason. They need some more help there. The only guy they really kept is Colton Miller, who they ended up giving an extension to. But Elijah Vera Tucker is a guy that can play instantly for them, at least on the inside, and maybe eventually stick on the left side as a left tackle. At 18 of the Miami Dolphins, second linebacker Micah Parsons from Penn State. I think this he's going to slide a little bit because some off-field issues. But I, and I think Miami's going to take him, not that they even really need a linebacker. I think they had a really nice addition of Nardick McKinney from the Texans in the trade this offseason. But I think Parsons provides them what they were hoped they were looking for when they signed Calvin Noy last, last offseason before even cutting him this current offseason. So Parsons is a guy that has boatload of potential, great pass rusher, great instinct, sideline to sideline ability. And I think he'd be a really good fit in Brian Flores' defense in Miami. In 19, the Washington football team taking linebacker Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa from Notre Dame. I think he would be the perfect fit in Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio's defense, a guy that has a lot of versatility on something that Ron preaches to have. He can play in the slot. He can, he's, you know, some people see him as a safety. He's 215. He weighed around 221 at his pro day. But he's a guy that's come downhill and hit you. Really good hitter. I love that he can play very well in man coverage. Another guy with really good sideline to sideline ability. And I just think he'd be a really nice fit in the Washington defense. This is kind of be the extent of I talk about this Washington pick. Usually I have at the end of the mock delve into more Washington football team's options. But for that, I would refer to my Washington football talk, Washington football team draft preview that came out yesterday on Monday, April 25th. So next pick, the 20th, Chicago Bears are going to take cornerback Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. Farley's going to slide a little bit just because he has as injury issues and he opted out this past year but Farley is another guy that thinks right up there on par with JC Horn and Patrick Sertan battling for that top corner spot you know Farley has all the physical tools another guy really good at man coverage I love his speed he ran like a four sub four three and testing before his pro day he wasn't actually able to participate in his pro day due to injury but Farley's a guy that's a you know former wide receiver the ball skills are there so I think he'd be a really good guy for Chicago to get and replace you know at a former Hokie in Kyle Fuller, they cut this offseason. At 21, the uh, Indianapolis Colts taking edge rusher Quiddy Pay from Michigan. Justin Houston has not been re-signed as of now, so Quiddy Pay is a guy that can step in for that role. And he's a guy that I think eventually can get 8 to 10 sacks a year, really good potential. Love the way he's a really good bull rusher, and a guy that's only going to get better you know, once he gets more coaching from a season you know, defensive, NFL defensive scheme. At 22 of the Tennessee Titans taking wide receiver Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. Seems like there's some steam going in Elijah Moore's way for Tennessee. I would pick a Darius Tooney, but Moore seems like a guy that they like. He's a really good slot receiver. Had a really nice year this past year in 2020. I think he's definitely a good receiver. I think he is a first-round grade from my perspective. 
Um, so I think he'd be a really nice guy to replace the Corey Davis production they lost on free agency who left for the New York Jets and someone they can pair with A.J. Brown uh, to hopefully give two former Ole Miss Rebels you know, all day to get the ball from Ryan Tannehill going forward in that offense. At 23 of the New York Jets getting a weapon for their new quarterback, Zach Wilson from BYU, and going with Kadarius Tooney from Florida. You know, the Jets had a nice offseason getting a Corey Davis and Kalen Cole from the Jaguars, but they could still put up their receiving core. James McCrowder is still a very good slot receiver, but you know if you get a guy like Kadarius Tooney, he's a guy that could do a little bit of everything. You can give it to the ball out of the backfield. He's had his best year this past year at Ford in his senior year, almost 1,000 yards, double-digit touchdowns. Good returner as well. Tough to take down. And he'd be a really good fit for Zach Wilson in New York. At 24, the Pittsburgh Steelers taking cornerback Greg Newsom II from Northwestern. They cut Steven Nelson for cap issues. Lost Mike Hill in a free agent to the Cincinnati Bengals. So they definitely need some cornerback help. Newsom's a guy with great speed. Someone that I think that could really thrive in that Mike Tomlin-led defensive scheme. And someone they could eventually take over for a Joe Hayden in Pittsburgh's defense. At 25, the Jacksonville Jaguars taking safety Trayvon Morag from TCU. He's the best free safety in this class. He can cover very well in man. He can play in the box. can do a little bit of everything. Love his ball skills and that center field or deep range type of role. Guy that can pair with signed Rashawn Jenkins safety from the Chargers. That good free safety, strong safety combo for that team on the back end of that defense that's you know building and hopefully getting ready to compete here in the next couple of years. In 26 of the Cleveland Browns taking linebacker Zayvon Collins from Tulsa. The Browns linebacking core leaves you know, a lot to be desired. They have a few young pieces, but no one that's really broken out as of yet. Zayvon Collins is a guy that has a lot of potential. He's a bigger guy at 270. Might have to lose a little weight if he's going to stay as a 4-3 linebacker. But he carries it very well. He's very good at rushing the passer. He had four interceptions last year as well, four forced fumbles. So he's a guy that's all over the field. Great playmaker at the linebacker and would you know, help the Browns take even a bigger sip in that ASC North division if he was able to be the pick at 26. At 27, of the Baltimore Ravens taking wide receiver Terrace Marshall Jr. from LSU. The Ravens need a bigger target for Lamar Jackson. They have Marquise Brown and Sammy Watkins. Sammy's 6'1", but you know, getting a guy like Terrace Marshall at 6'3", really good speed, can play in the slot, play on the outside, a guy that Lamar can trust. And Marshall's a guy that showed really well this past year when he was given that number one opportunity with Jamar Chase opting out and Justin Jefferson leaving with the NFL. So Marshall Jr. is a guy that I think can develop into a number one receiver in the NFL and be a nice pick for the Baltimore Ravens. At 28, the New Orleans Saints taking linebacker Jamin Davis from Kentucky. He's a guy that can pair with Demario Davis and eventually take over Demario Davis' role once he's you know retired. He's getting a little up there in age. Jamin Davis is a guy that's all over the field as well. I love that he's all around the, always around the ball. He had a couple multiple inter- interceptions this year off pick passes, so you just like that he's always in position to make a play. Great speed. Just a guy that's you know ascending and is only getting better. Had his best year this past year. And Davis is a guy that could really help that Saints defense stay formidable in the NFC South. At 29, the Green Bay Packers taking wide receiver Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Bateman's a guy that I really like. Can play in the slot, play on the outside. Really good route runner. Reminds me a little bit of Allen Robinson. He paired very nicely with Devontae Adams. Really good ball skills. Made a couple of nice one-handed catches in Minnesota during his career. And, you know, he's this guy that I think is going to be someone that Aaron Rodgers can trust, really, from day one. At pick 30 of the Buffalo Bills, taking running back Travis Etienne from Clemson. And the Bills have a couple of nice running backs, Devin Singletary and Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. But Etienne gives them something that neither of those two provide, and that's home run ability. 
you know, ETN can score from anywhere on the field, great speed, breakaway speed, all-time leading rusher in the ACC conference's history. So ETN's a guy that could really even help that offense, you know, take even another step this year with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and, you know, hopefully get them over the hump to compete for an AFC title with Kansas City. At 31, I had the Baltimore Ravens, after they acquired this pick from the Kansas City Chiefs in the Orlando Brown trade, taking tackle Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. A lot of talk that Baltimore Ravens are going to sign Alejandro Villanueva from the Steelers after the after the draft. And I think they still can do that even with signing Tevin Jenkins because Tevin Jenkins is a guy that can play guard as well. I think he'd be a really good guard in the NFL the way he run blocks. So they can sign Villanueva, put Jenkins in the guard, at guard for the next couple of years and eventually move Jenkins back out to right tackle. That's what I would do if I was you know, leading the Baltimore front office because they've actually been struggling inside too ever since Marshall Yonder retired last year. So if you have Jenkins at guard, Villanueva at right tackle could really help Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson develop even further in that offense. At 32, last pick of the draft, last pick of the first round, excuse me, have 10 Bay Buccaneers going with best player available, in my opinion, from the edge rushing position. They don't really need one, but after re-signing Shaq Barrett and having Jason Pierre-Paul under contract, but you could never have enough pass rushers in this league, and they showed that even in the Super Bowl. So I have them going with Jason Owua from Penn State. He had a great pro day, ran a 4-4. Seems like he definitely is an athletic freak. I would like to see a little more production out of him last year. But he's a guy that has a lot of potential to, you know, get even better. And he doesn't have to play right away or at least have the biggest role right away in that defense with all those talented players around him. And now I'm going to give you two bonus guys I like on day two of the draft. Uh, first being Georgia cornerback Eric Stokes. He's 6'1", 194, ran a blazing 4'2", 540 this pro day. Love the way he plays. Really good in man coverage. He had a really nice game against Florida this year. Had a pick six on Kyle Trask where he read him beautifully. He wasn't even covering that his guy, that guy. And he came off his man and made a play on the ball and turned it back for a touchdown. So he's a guy I really like. I could see him going in the first round. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I would. I think he's a first-round player. Reminds me a little bit of a Drake Kirkpatrick coming out of Alabama. A little tall, lanky guy. Corner that you know I think is going to have a really nice career in the NFL. Next would be USC wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown. He's 6'1", 185. He had 1,000 yards back in 2019. He had seven touchdowns in the six-game 2020 year, shortened because of the pandemic. Uh, really good side receiver, really tough guy over the middle, thick thick build. He reminds me of a wide receiver like DJ Moore from Carolina, a guy that has really good speed, makes plays after the catch. And, you know, St. Brown, if he goes in the second round, he can be a starter from day one, uh, especially in the slot. Well, with that, that will conclude this final mock draft episode. We are two days away from what should be a very exciting first round. I can't wait. From the Washington football team perspective, I think a trade-up is in play, but getting a defensive guy like Jeremiah Wusakoromoa or even safety Trayvon Moore from TCU would be a great pick as well. Hope you enjoy this edition of the pod. You can follow me on Twitter at NFLScout21 and Instagram at RomanRoundTheLeague underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please rate and subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.